2: I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast.
1: Welcome, 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 welcome to the Cabbie Presents podcast. I hope this finds you well in transit or at the gym or chilling on the weekend. I'm your host, Cabbie Richards. This is a special episode in that we're looking back at a specific event, the NBA All-Star Weekend in Toronto, the first all-star game held outside of the United States. This is the first time doing one of these types of podcasts, like looking back at a specific event, and it's different than just a recap. Uh, I've done like summer and fall movie previews, and I've spoken about current events during the week in the My Guy Mondays podcast, but this one will have three different perspectives covering the same event. A television host, a radio host who doubles as an event MC, and a music artist Also, a dope MC. So, hopefully, you get a better idea or better sense of the weekend and what you may not have seen on television, you will experience via these conversations. My first guest joins me in the studio right now. Up
2: in the studio.
1: And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone.
2: You know, I'm honest. I, I'm, I'm literally giving people a picture
3: of what I went through at all aspects mm-hmm. of my life.
2: Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like, like him. Who yeah. are you and where do you come from? May I ask. Uh...
1: Whether he's on TV, or walking around Toronto, he's always rocking the freshest kicks. Of course, today he's those are pretty fresh, but they're not exactly kicks. Those are grown man shoes. The uh, those, but can, uh But
3: I can kick a man in them.
1: Right. Those are those look like Johnston and Murphy's. What? Uh, they are. Okay, yeah, I I, so, I listen, I respect his kick game, uh, but more than that, I respect his talent and his basketball basketball acumen. Akeel Augustine, welcome back to the Cabbie Presents podcast.
3: Good intro, but I'm disappointed because in the other intro, you never put me down as an MC, and I'm an MC, bro. Master You of are. Ceremonies. That's true.
1: You actually, you, you and uh, Tyrone and Mark are like the best in our. I'm gonna say the country, but I really have only been to events in Toronto. So you might as well
3: say the country.
1: No, see that's no, that's that's why the rest. Of I've the been people all have, over this country. So have I, but that's why the re- people in the other parts of the country hate us because we're so arrogant about being in Toronto.
3: Well said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I noticed? Okay, I was at a, uh, I was at a Nike thing on. Uh, I was record. I did a Q and A with Demar Derozan and a designer from Nike in Oregon. Ah, oh, I can't remember Kevin. Aaron,
3: was it Aaron the girl that designed the Nike AM1? No. Okay, shout out dude, to her though. It
1: was a dude named Kevin. Jeez, I can't remember his name, but I asked him and cuz I'm bringing this up cuz you do this. I said, "What is the what is the competition level like at Nike as far as your sneaker game goes? Mm. Because you're in the Mecca and I'm sure there are is all kinds of snobbery going on inside that campus. And then because I think because you used to work at Foot Locker or Champs? Foot Locker. At Foot Locker. Whenever I go into a sneaker shop, the friggin' dudes in there always look me look at my sneakers first and then look at me in the face and then judge. Yes, absolutely. And you do that. I, You're I mean, one of those dudes that always, when I see you, yeah. it's eyes, and then you look to the kicks and yeah. look back up to the eyes, and then you judge yeah. quietly. I don't know what your judgment is, but you are one of those dudes that do that. So this guy, Kevin, at Nike says 100 million percent people do that, and then some people are peacock so much so that it's like it's like hipster styles on steroids, yeah. and yeah. it's almost to a level of costumes. I'm I'm not one of those
3: people. I'm one of those people. I'm more... This is real. This is vintage. Like, I want an OG colorway Jordan 3 <laughs> or 4. That's what I want. I'm not... I don't need... So, and then when you don't gold, see it, then what? Then what? I don't need gold stoosies or anything like that. You know, like, they, they, they hold no, ref, no like, reference to history for me. I need, like, something
1: Yeah, high. but what... Okay, but when you don't see that on someone's feet... Oh, then you judge...
3: Well, you put people in boxes. Like, oh, he's just a hipster. He's just a new Yeah, shoe you guy. do that. You do he's that. Just, like, I'm like... Cabby's... I'm not going to say what I say instead <laughs> No, you can say, you can can say. Love I love Cabby. No, I love Cabby. That's fine. You can still like cabbie. me as a
1: person I love and cabbie. then just be critical of my shoe game. I, I, I my shoe both. game's pretty ab- uh, ordinary. Yeah, it's pretty average. Like you're you're looking above the average
3: individual. You're a really fly guy and you have the access to all the dope stuff. Right. So it's just a matter of, I guess you just don't care as much as <laughs> the rest of us.
1: <laughs> okay, speaking of access to dope stuff, uh, I didn't see you during NBA All-Star Weekend at all and I generally see you at many basketball events and if you're not hosting... The thing about Akil is everything, like, I don't know how many pairs of Nikes you have, but every Nike event, you're either the MC <laughs> or the host, or you're participating in it. So I I'm love sure Nike. There, I'm sure there's a bunch of Nike things that you did, but I didn't see you at all. Okay, this week that that past week. Yeah, soon. I know. Uh, what, I got what booked ev- out pretty early. What events did you host or MC or participate in? Thursday
3: night, Jordan Brand took over Maple Leaf Gardens, and they built a really beautiful court. And on TSN, as well as you know, live in Toronto that night, we had the. Jordan Brand Classic, which was- The teams? high school games. The high school games. Okay. Two high school teams from Toronto. We, uh, we had AI and we had Henry was, Carr. Okay, nice. And they played Redondo out of California, Redondo Beach. Yeah. And they also played the almighty Oak Hill with alumnus such as Carmelo Anthony, right. Kevin Durant, Jerry Stackhouse. How did the- Need I say more? How did the
1: Canadian teams do?
3: Okay, so game one was not pretty. Carr was kind of outclassed a bit, but I got to say- Who did a- Carr play? Uh, Car played Redondo. Redondo, okay. Redondo. And Redondo Beach had some had some studs. And then in the second game was a way better game, way more competitive. And AI lost, but...
1: AI is Athletes Institute?
3: Yes. Okay. Or, or Oakville, Orangeville Prep, I or, guess they okay, call yeah. now. Right. Like, I, I, I'm not that big on the high school scene to know the exact names of the teams. But Lindell Wigington is a Canadian... From Nova Scotia, shout-out to all my people in Preston. Got love for them. Uh,
1: Shout-out to North Preston and the 902.
3: (laughs) Okay. Up Uh, home.
1: They say up home. Yeah, they say up home. They do, they do.
3: (laughs) So, Lindell Williamson's from Nova Scotia. He was actually one of the star players in the top 100 recruit for Oak Hill. So you know some Canadians. So he was on United. the
1: American team. He was on the American team. Oh, nice. Team. Yeah. Nice. So that
3: was a great event.
1: Okay, wait. Did the Canadians win or lose?
3: They lost every game. Okay, so <laughs> o- only two for the weekend. All right. Oh so were,
1: were you? Were you? Uh, were you covering the game at all? I was emceeing MC, so actually. Okay. We did a
3: feature for NBA TV. We had Sick. our cameras out there, but I was actually the in-game emcee along with Mark Strong. Nice. So we were there together, and we had a great time talking trash to the Americans and supporting the Canadians. And that night, that night was the launch of the Jordan Brand store.
1: The one on Young Street, Young and Dundas. 360 okay. Young, or okay,
3: 306 Young, I think. 306 Young, don't yeah. let me get misquoted. So that was the night that they launched it, so we got to go into the store. And, you know, me being an OG sneaker guy, I had to get my hands on that. That weekend was releasing the Jordan 4 in the original colorway. And the reason why that's such an important shoe for me is because it is on the poster for Spike Lee's Seminole, Do the Right Thing. And I had that poster above my bed, nice. and I needed those shoes Beside my bed. Did you get them? I got them. How much? Got it. <laughs> How much were they? Man, I work for Nike. <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here!
1: <sighs> I never went in the Jordan store. The no. Jordan pop-up. I never. Wa- I never walked in. Well, because the line was, you know, but even there but there was like a media event. I should have gone because I know what Gabby's saying is. He ain't got to wait in line like the rest. That's of That's not true. That's, That's not exactly true. But there was guy. You went from the basketball game into the store. I was working. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh so you got a pair of these jordan fours yeah so on the friday that was was that thursday that was, was thursday th- what'd
3: you friday so friday and um mad shouts out mad love to the nike team because um we had some really great experiences so what happened was uh for friday saturday i got booked out by nike and what we did was they took over massey hall massey wow. hall is the most iconic stage in canada when you think of like live performances Hmm. They redid the stage to be a basketball court, Okay, and they brought in probably 10 grassroots-level basketball programs, so everything from Pickering uh, Pickering High School, CIA Bounce, a girls' program from Hamilton called Transway, which is one of the most dominant programs in all of Canada, all these different groups. Got to go into a very special training session with Gannon Baker, who is a shot doctor who's worked with Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. You name the NBA pro, he's run their camps for them, and he's worked out with them in the summertime. But here's the real kicker to the event. So the event was really hot, well executed. The kids freaked out because they got the all-star shoes We're talking The Kobe all-star shoe drop Anthony Davis had An all-star shoe drop uh, Kevin Durant yeah, Had an yeah. all-star shoe drops. Did so LeBron had...
1: have an all-star shoe? He
3: did The only guy that didn't really Have an all-star shoe That's a like signature guy Is Kyrie Because he didn't make The team mm. So that was it But the key here was Nike brought the athletes To Massey Hall And we're not talking Run-of-the-mill athletes We're talking To Marcus Cousins Jordan Clarkson Anthony Davis Chris Dabbs Porzingis Lindsey Whalen, Elena Deladon. So, we're talking the girls group got the best girls player in the world. They got Elena Deladon and three time WNBA champ Lindsey Whalen to come through and walk them through the drills, walk them through the exercises. And then you have Anthony Davis working with CIA Bounds and all these other programs. Like, honestly, it was probably one of the better experiences I've ever had just because the players were so available and they were teachers and they were working with the kids. And what, the was, kids...
1: what was Boogie Cousins like?
3: Boogie Cousins was better than you would think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad experience with Boogie. I've of had kids.
3: several bad experiences <laughs> with Boogie Cousins and his entourage. <laughs> I had an awkward <laughs> experience in Vegas with Boogie's entourage. What happened? what happened? Well, okay, so we're sitting in Vegas on the media B- side. Ju- su- summer League. Summer, league, okay, summer yeah. league. We're on the media side in Vegas and um, I guess Boogie's homeboy Rightfully or wrongfully, he was on the media side, and he was looking for a seat. So a reporter was sitting beside me. He got up to go get a drink or something, this dude from Brooklyn. So he's a cool dude. He was down, he was whatever. So I guess Boogie's boy saw an opening in a chair, and he sat beside me. And so he goes, is anyone sitting here? And I said, yeah, that dude just went to get a drink and came back. He kind of looked at me and kind of kissed his teeth. For those of you who don't know what that means, like,
1: yeah, right?
3: And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So the other guy, this guy's like an NBA reporter. He's kind of a big deal. He knows a lot of people in there. He comes back and he's like, yo, I was sitting there. And Boogie's friend looks at me and goes, yo, was he sitting there? And I'd already told him the guy was sitting there. And then he goes, I said, yeah. And he goes, so Boogie walks over now because he sees something's going on. because He's not actually playing. He's just there to watch the Kings young team. And he looks at his boy and he goes, is there a problem? His boy goes, nah. He goes, you're moving? He goes, nah. He goes, nah. He goes good. And then he walks off. So me, I'm sitting here. The reporter's standing there in front of Boogie's friend, and we're both at a loss for words. Like, did Boogie cousin just tell you not to move from the guy's seat in the media section? And that's what happened.
1: <laughs> Wait, so where did the Brooklyn guy go? He, I don't know. He walked off. Oh my goodness! Wait, that dude. I mean, Brooklyn, you're supposed to be
3: It's supposed to go hard. But I, yeah,
1: Brooklyn is supposed to go hard. Like, but Boogie's six eleven. Yeah, but like I guess in a professional environment, you just gotta
3: start swinging.
1: No, you can't <laughs> in a professional environment. So when I was, I think it was the Friday or the Saturday, was there was a media availability for the All Stars at the Entercare or Encana. What the Entercare. Entercare. Entercare Center.
3: It's English. Don't no worry.
1: Yes, I, I'm learning to speak it. Uh, so in the bowels of the arena, they have like these pods set up where the athletes sit and the reporters can ask some questions, much like. Sort of in a way that like the uh, Super Bowl is set up, but the the players aren't elevated on these platforms. They're just they got the you know the uh, logos of the NBA All Star Weekend behind them, and there's some people around them. So I'm doing this question about hip hop and basketball, and uh, and so I start talking. It's my first time meeting Demarcus Cousins, and so I'm animated. I'm hyped. I'm just I'm like You're that. Cabby. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm the character that I, this, the amped up version of myself and Boogie's just like, he's so confused by it. He's like, <laughs> he's like why are you so close to me? I'm like, cause I'm excited. And goes, yeah, I could see that. But why are you so close to me? I'm like, so you can understand what I'm saying. I can hear you, but why are you so close? I'm like, okay. So I moved back. So then I asked him about like, <clears throat> you know, if you were, uh, if one of your peers was to do some music, like Dame Lillard drops bars, he's probably the most famous that drops bars in the NBA like what would they want what would you want them to say about you and he was just confused by that and then i was like well, what what could they rhyme with with your name and he Cut. goes i'm not, i'm not an mc I, I don't know and i was like okay man thanks and i just i just kept <laughs> moving cuz he just was like like i think it was just like <laughs> Like, who is this weirdo that's <laughs> well, 11 centimeters from my nose? To
3: be fair, that's not the first time you've gotten that kind of reaction from someone.
1: That's true. That's true. I asked the same question to Chris, and Chris Bosch was like, yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes. I mean, it's cool to be in a song, but sometimes if the reference is negative, you don't want to be in that song. That's
3: true. That's why yeah. I've never requested anyone mention me in any songs. <laughs> Shout
1: out Drake. Uh yeah. Uh, I think Anthony Davis had a good one. He yeah. he's he's been in a couple like Tiger or something. And then I think John Wall was I think he was I feel like he's re- referenced by Nicki Minaj. I did ask him.
3: Sam Cassell probably has the most rap song references though.
1: No. For and how old he is. No, that's not fair.
3: All right. That's not fair. Okay. Hey, you wanna know something else that was really interesting about my All Star weekend? Please. I gotta send a huge shout out to Giancarlo, um, Nico and the Remix team and the OVO team and the One Love TO team because we did this really cool experience. After we wrapped up at Massey Hall on Saturday, I went down to Regent Park. Now, first off, I'm a guy who's frequented Regent Park growing up because I'm from Blake and that was a shock to see some of the stuff they've done with some of the space down there. So
1: Regent Park is uh, has been a Working class neighborhood And uh, Well some people call it a project But it's uh
3: It was actually the largest project In North America After they tore down Cabrini Green in Chicago
1: I, Was it? Yeah. No way Yep There Look weren't that up. many buildings in. I mean it's a, it's a small at area a point, a,
3: No dude At a point Regent was huge
1: that's it's hard to believe. It's
3: hard to believe. That's cause hard because I, I can't. doesn't even my, exist anymore. Because
1: I can, in my mind, I can picture the buildings of Red Hook, the Red Hook projects yeah. in Brooklyn. I don't know Caprini Green so much in Chicago, but shout out to, I was going to say shout out to R. Kelly, but who the hell shouts out R. Kelly? R. Uh, R. Kelly's a project
3: of Caprini Green. I know, but like, a I don't want to shout out
1: friggin' R. Kelly. Um, I think Cam Rang mentioned Caprini Green in a song. But anyway, uh, Regent Park, which has now been gentrified. So yes. all those people that live there, uh, been Exit, moved out
3: Stage left Right And they built like a swimming pool and there's, a, yeah, art there's a nice uh, So this This, 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 a, the in nice the, this is in the art center So I was blown away first off That this is even an art center Because you hadn't been there No never Okay So I didn't know this stuff existed In the neighborhood It was really cool to see But um, what happened was The remix and the OVO guys want to give these kids A really original experience So they managed to get NBA rising star CJ McCollum
1: Nice Who just dropped How many on the The uh, like. The late uh, the Raptors the other day he when did, Dame, 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 he Dame had good 50. 30,
3: he had a good 30.
1: Yeah, tw- 20 to 30 because Dame yeah, had 50. They
3: had 50, and that, uh, that it, backwards is deadly.
1: It is nice. Well, it's the second highest in the league.
3: Yeah. So CJ CJ's an up and coming star at Lehigh um, University, and he and Brian Shaw gave one of the best talks. That I've ever been a part of. I got. And how old a, were the kids? The kids were ranging from about fifteen to eighteen. Remix Project students, kids who kind of lean towards the arts.
1: Yes. So Remix, yeah, it's a it's a arts program, and and they provide space, equipment, facilities, everything you need for kids to. It's beautiful. Um, to. Push themselves artistically and create projects outside of school.
3: So, so, so CJ and Brian Shaw kind of opened the door to their NBA experiences. CJ's really cool because CJ actually has two different radio programs back in Portland. Really? Yeah, he's he's got he's a broadcast journalism major. Nice. And he's got an amazing
1: Lehigh. Story. I only I don't know. I only know Lehigh because sometimes we're like the 15 or the 16 seed in March yes. Madness. Well, and I'm like, yeah, Lehigh can well, maybe upset. Do you remember Lehigh actually upset Duke? Oh, in the like, that was him. Round one or round two, right? That was yeah. him. Yeah, it, was, um, it was him. What year was that? He's like the guy. Like 2011 or something like that? He was the
3: guy that led that team. Oh, wow, wow. So that's kind of his claim to fame. And he's got an amazing story because you talk about it. Like, he kind of did the same thing in grade nine where he burned down every team in Ohio and it all took them off his playing schedule. So he didn't get any offers for any big schools because he never played any big schools because no one wanted to play him. Oh wow. So then he goes to Lehigh, another small school. Teams do want to play Lehigh because they feel like they've got this kid, finally gets a shot in the tournament, makes a name for himself. So he really, you know, he engaged us on that story, he told us about his rise, told us about his love for journalism. And I think it was probably one of my favorite experiences because Brian Shaw opened up the door to the Lakers and like that Kobe stuff and the Shaq stuff and how they they worked together how
1: honest how how open was he about it he was super open was he
3: super it was hilarious to find out some of the things that triggered these guys to have the relationship the way it was do you remember any
1: of his the anecdotes one,
3: the, the one the one anecdote was like let's say it's sunday and they're all getting ready for the game and like NBC's got like right. the, the Rockets and like third dun. quarter like you know they're like alright coming up after this game it's um, Tim Duncan and the Spurs versus Shaquille O'Neal and the Lakers and that would set off a storm because Kobe's upset that they used Shaq instead of him. Or if it was the other way around and it was, all right, coming up is Kobe Bryant and the Lakers, Shaq would be upset. Really? Because they went with him instead of it. It was hilarious to find out Wow. The- that these were the things they were watching. An hour out from the game, they wanted to know who NBC was leading with as the big guy on the Lakers. So it just shows
1: you, like, you know, these guys, they're humans too. Wow, there's the competitive nature. It's just like it's, it even goes down to that. Like that. So I'll a- be
3: watching to see who gets shouted out first on this podcast. Because if anyone comes up before me,
1: <laughs> go <going> it off,
3: Gabby. <laughs> go it off.
1: What was your, now, did you have anything on Sunday or were you gassed by then? Okay, so
3: can I just say something? So, yeah. So fr- Thursday night, after the Jordan party, I was supposed to go out to another party, okay? Friday night, I got- Okay, wait, so what happened? Oh, wait, I'll explain it all. Okay. Friday night, <laughs> I actually got into, like, I got passes to the most exclusive event, the Jordan brand party.
1: Was that the one at Casa Loma? Yes. Okay. The
3: one at Casa Loma, like a, a jazz bar theme. Right. Um, Saturday night, I actually got passes to go to the TNT party. Which, was that at the tent? That was at the tent. The Bell North tent? The Bell North tent. I was in bed by 9.30 every night.
1: Gassed. Gassed. Me too, man. Gassed. Which is crazy because there's so Gassed. many parties going on in our city, but I didn't, like, didn't want to be destroyed the next Dude. day because we had so much stuff to do.
3: I had 6 a.m. call times and no voice. Right. I was at home literally with ginger, lemon, salt. Honey. Yeah, but guys, you
1: spend, sometimes you're yelling at
3: yeah, people. Yeah, for unnecessarily. For oh, no reason. Like, I've shouted four times during this podcast where well, there was no need to. <laughs> I'm being honest. Like, right now, why am I yelling? So that cost me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, I heard about the Casa Loma party. A friend of mine, a girl I know, mm. she went with some of her girls.
3: Mm, and in, or- it.
1: in order to get into that party, Whoa. they had to send photos. Like it was almost like a casting Ooh, to call to Michael, no Walter. Well, <laughs> somebody on the organizing tip, like somebody's cousin, was organizing and Like, hey, do you have some Ooh. friends? So these five girls sent their photos, and they got in, and and like so they they uh, uh, yeah walk continue. around, huh?
3: They went and then so but they do.
1: I, I haven't gotten into I will I will update later on. Text me, yeah, I will. <laughs> um, and I thought it was one of the one of the parties. I thought was um, oh, it's the 1730s. like the LeBron. Oh, I don't know anybody. Betty one no, no, well, that's... 1738. What? Yeah, something like that. That's, that's Fetty Wap's crew, the 679.
3: I don't know. I don't do math.
1: I know, but what's the, the hell? 679. I know man? OVO.
3: I know the alphabet. That's it. <laughs> the numbers, um, nah.
1: So there was one party where you had to sign an NDA and you had to hand over your phone at the door. Oh, I need to go to that party. That's the kind of party God, I they would I never go see. let you in that party. The guy, you just you can't just not be excitable. Uh, yeah, I know. Excitable. But,
3: like, but like NDAs, that means they can't talk about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Non disclosure agreement. Yeah. I
3: love it. I'm, now, you know what? If you come over to <laughs> my like house, like Dwight Howard,
1: some of Dwight Howard's ex girlfriends.
3: If you come over to my house, I'm going to have a bunch of NDAs right by the door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> okay, so uh, that was. Um, so, okay, wait. So, Sunday. Yeah. What happened on Sunday? You just go to the game, um, or did you have an event or anything to do on Sunday?
3: No, on on Sunday actually, I launched the blog at
1: which is dope. I looked at it very clean, good for you, man. It's it's nice. Thank it's you nice so site. much.
3: So I spent a lot of Sunday just compiling stuff for that, and then I honestly wanted to watch the game, but I'm not I'm not a live All Star Game guy. I I know it's weird because it's in Toronto but i'm not a live all-star game guy plus it's hard for me to go to an nba event and not end up talking to people the whole game cuz right. you know, there's a lot of talking about what we do so i actually just kind of stayed in the hotel with the boys cuz i had i have a lot of fam and friends from uh, the states so they all made their way down so we kind of did a big thing uh in the hotel room what was, the, what, the the, hotel what was what was the
1: expectation level for you to get people tickets oh my gosh like from from when did people start hating you up
3: okay like so like it was got, it, it got announced what 2014, yeah, I 13 got, got, or
1: 2014. So I
3: got probably started getting hit up then.
1: 2014, was yeah, because Wiggins started. had the thing yeah. at the. That Smith was when Tower. the
3: call started for for tickets, and they went right through. I got people. And what
1: kind of requests? Did oh, you
3: just get? unreasonable. First off, here's the thing: if I haven't talked to you in the last week, or we'll even stretch it out to a month, if I've got a month without talking to you, do you really think you should be calling me asking me for stuff? Like, you don't think there's someone closer to me in the world <laughs> that, you know, that I have a relationship with that might, you know, want things from me. I got people I haven't seen in a grip, a grip meaning a long time. And they're asking me, yo, dude, listen, I'm, I'll be your camera guy. You know me offers I got for camera guys? Like, no, I don't even want tickets to go. I want to be a camera guy. I Just let to be your producer. I going to come in with a press pass. That was the most <laughs> common request. I want to be your producer. I want to come with a press pass, and I want to interview Kobe with you. I didn't get to interview Kobe. Right, but yeah. you want to do it with me? <laughs> get out of here.
1: I had a dude, probably seven or eight months out, tell me he's going to sleep on my couch. Wow. I'm like, I bear, I, and I see this guy. I was it a selling point? Once a year. Ugh. My, my, my dude. We aren't that close to that. And it's kind of laughed it off, that sort of voluntary laughter. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the involuntary, like, that's actually really funny. It was more like, yeah, just sort of to appease them. But there's no, I live in a small crib. I have, have you been to my crib? Yeah, yeah. yeah I live in a small crib. Like, But also, like, if, I've only, if I see you once a year, we're not that tight. I could live in the
3: biggest house in the world.
1: <laughs> if you're selling points, I'm coming to
3: sleep in your house. I'm like,
1: nah, bro. House ain't big enough. House ain't big enough. I had, like, I had multiple ticket requests. You know what I'm what, still getting right some, now? Someone had me, like, yo, can you get six tickets for, like, <laughs> six tickets? <laughs> Homie, I, can, I can't even get you six tickets to the Raptors friggin' Nets game. <laughs> like, what do you mean, six tickets?
3: You know what I'm still getting right now, though? Because everyone knows, like, I'm a sneaker guy. Like, yo, listen, let me get them LeBrons, the All-Star LeBrons. I know you have some pairs. Or let me get, like, an All-Star jacket. Oh, what about that jacket Drake was wearing? you have any of those? Or
1: It's like, Really? Yeah first of all The one that It's a one of one And he gave this Steph Curry Okay Straight up It's not like he's Can I say something though Yeah
3: My favorite part Of the All-Star Game Sure Like it's not my favorite But I like the things That have like a story Behind them What up with Kobe And Drake What do you mean Like cause Everybody else Gave Drake the love Adapt Adapt Vanessa, Vanessa I'll tell you right now This is my conspiracy theory Vanessa said You cannot go on stage and shake his hand after. He oh, right. Was 150 with
1: m's shooting in the gym. gym. shooting in the gym. That's interesting.
3: Because uh, if you look at it, the only two guys that didn't go up there were Russell and him. And I think Russell just wants to be the next Kobe. So I think Russell was riding with Kobe. All right, maybe me, no. Maybe. but Kobe was that the last one announced, me. wasn't he? No, but Russell never went up and did the thing with the thing.
1: When he was announced as a yeah. starter, he didn't go over to, Co- yeah. to to Drake. That's interesting. That your your conspiracy theory makes sense about makes the line sense. from. Uh, what freaking song was that? Um, G-
3: stay schemin', yeah, DJ Khaled,
1: schemin', Rick Ross. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. you, you wasn't know. with me shooting yeah, in the gym. Yeah, yeah, that was like a no. Rally. I was home watching your kids, <laughs> so you could go to the gym and shoot.
1: <laughs> Did you have any cool interactions with anybody, uh, with any athletes, or I mean, you spoke about some of the events that you were a part of that you were hosting and am yes. seeing, but any outside of of those events?
3: Um, actually, no, because for me personally, like, when, when events like this happen, I get a chance to catch up with a lot. Like, I know a lot of NCAA guys from, like, my time who come to the city, so for me, it was important to catch up with those guys. I had a lot of guys from, say, Bonaventures, from UConn come down, guys who uh, my close friends have played ball with, so it, it, it's it's important for me to spend time with those guys, get some FaceTime with the other guys. Okay. I see NBA players every day. I just came from BioSteel.
1: Right. Oh, the, the practice facility. for yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Right. I
3: see him every day. They're sick and tired of me. They don't want to see me no more. Right.
1: I was. You now, speaking of which, I know that Demar Derozan is not. He's not doesn't really enjoy our interactions very much <laughs> and i think kyle does because kyle just gets to rip me which i find hilarious because i like you know kyle he's...
3: rips me and we don't even have those kind of interactions okay
1: well we have we have that relationship where it's like it's open season on anything that i'm wearing or i'm saying or how i smell any of that so tomorrow i had to i had to do this A with tomorrow at the nike loft here in toronto uh, over the all-star weekend and i was like i was telling the nike guy i'm like i'm not sure that this is gonna go so well he's like what do you mean i'm like <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm not really on Demar's radar for people that are. He really enjoys. It's like, all right, but he, it was went better than expected. But I know, just know that I don't think he just, I don't think he just, he likes the silliness that I do. I think he kind of would prefer something a little more traditional. But and or maybe just finds me corny as hell, which I am pretty corny. So he just like maybe it's like a happy marriage of both. That I'm corny and he just wants something that he doesn't like the silly stuff. Yeah, yeah that's that's possible.
3: I mean. Neither is good for your ego but Right, yeah,
1: that's okay No, my ego is, is somewhere On the bottom of my sneakers That's where You're it one of
3: the more humble I don't think okay, people know Wait. How
1: humble you are He's so humble Holy He won't even cow. let me tell
3: people Listen, How humble what, he is One other like, thing I've,
1: I've, I've done
3: all a star, third of the work Cabbie has all star I've got three
1: times the ego All Star Weekend Fashions you are, you are a fashionable dude. I know you have dozens and dozens of dozens of pairs of sneakers. And the also, NBA All-Star Weekend is almost like a fashion show. I know there's a high-level competition amongst the players and certainly amongst the people that are here. So you had so many things going on. How many different outfits did you wear a day? Did you have time to do wardrobe changes or did you just rock? Did you just pick one? Okay, this is my Thursday. I'm rocking with this all day. Huge, this is my Friday. huge,
3: huge, huge shout-out to the Nike team. Okay Because when you sh- when you do Nike you do Nike well, man. We show up. <laughs> so what does that mean? I got I, honestly, everybody I showed up to I got a box of gear, okay with options. so I wasn't <laughs> even dressing myself. My homegirl Claire and my homegirl Mimi, they took care of me so well. I walked out I was I was tech fleece dry fit. like personally,
1: you know me, I like a nice suit, I like a nice tailored suit, <laughs> which but, you're wearing right now, which unfortunately the people at home can't see, but you look very sharp.
3: Thank you, thank you, you know. a, a, a little blue suit for him, but I had um, I had every new shoe. Shouts out to Kobe Bryant. What size do you wear? I wear size 11. It's
1: 9.5. You wear 9.5. 10.5, really. 9.5. But and I half.
3: round up. No, shut up, Cabby. You're <laughs> a 9.5. I'm a 10.5 for real, for real. 11 if they're asking. <laughs> I, round up. I round up. I round up. 11 if they're asking. But no, honestly, I was, honestly was, dip, <laughs> was dipped head to toe in the latest Nike fashions. They what this, okay. They had this really cool, like, you know, like I always wear this Kanye inspired, like, super longs. And stuff. You do? I don't think I've ever seen you. I don't. I don't. I oh, don't. You I don't refuse rock to. Those. I okay. Refuse. But they gave me this one sweater. It's like a short sleeve Nike sweater with a basketball logo, and it kind of did the skirt Yeah, thing. I know that
1: exact that one. That sweater
3: had my heart from day one. Oh, okay. I love so that sweater. It. I rocked that thing out. Um, the new Nike released like an All Star Tech fleece jacket. Kind of, it kind of looks like TV noise. Harkens back to the days of old oh cables. yeah yeah I, I think I've seen that I yeah. was wearing that like crazy um, I really like see
1: it. but that stuff is kind of Kanye inspired
3: it is it's getting that vibe but none of it looks like I'm a homeless yeah. Walking Dead character. but it's
1: but it's funny because that because when Kanye's first show or most recent show not the one he did Master Square Gardens but one before that I guess the first line he did with with Adidas it was like all the the garments look uninspired and they just look crappy like. Yeah. But then, you know, there has been some reverberations, and you're talking about the clothes that you rock from Nike, which is a massive corporation. So, he, Kanye does have some flu- influence, even though the original pieces just look kind of crappy.
3: Yeah. Quick note on Kanye: Did you know he made all the models at his mo- at his show five eleven and under, so he wouldn't look small when he came on stage? I did not know that. I heard that it may not be true, but I'm willing to spread it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are listening to a fact-free podcast. <laughs> Um, well, Akil, that was, that was awesome, man. That was fun. Now, get, get from being so close to me. Back up, son. Back up. Back <laughs> I up. Well, you can, you can check him out, akilaugustine.com, or watch him on TV. He's the host of The Hangout, or watch him on TV. He's the, the face of NBA TV here in Canada. Cabby's uh, humble. He's so humble. Listen, I'm not talking about me. I'm, I'm happy that you're here for this. <laughs> Hug him. Hug him. Uh, this conversation, uh, and uh, I will see you, see you soon. Wait. Twitter. It's at akilaugustine.com. Yep. Instagram, at Akeel Augustine. I am
3: one of those rare folks that luckily managed to get his own name on the socials. Nice. Yeah. I'll up, see you. I'll Up s- next is my Pinterest account. That's, <laughs> that's not happening, people. That's not happening. Sorry, Pinterest.
1: Akeel Augustine, ladies and gentlemen, by the time I see that young man again, he'll have worn 37 new pairs of kicks because uh, that's just how he rolls. So uh, more on the NBA All-Star Weekend coming up. And an old friend of mine just popped his head into the studio. Up in the studio And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone
3: You know, I'm honest, I, I'm, I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects mm-hmm. of my life
2: Honestly, almost anything goes It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like, like him Who yeah. are you and where do you come from? Me, I, ask?
1: This man has more boyish energy and charm than Jimmy Fallon, but with a voice as deep as Morgan Freeman's and an uppercut like Gennady Golovkin, which I don't ever want to feel in life. He's hosted on TV with NBXL for years, and currently his is one of the morning voices on G98.7 FM radio with uh, Mark and Jem in the AM. No, Mark and Jem, 6 to 10. I messed that up, but that's okay because I'm not perfect. Here in Toronto, he's (laughs) emceed hundreds of events across the city, and we both share an affinity for Jack Bauer from the show 24. Jack Bauer! So here to give you his experience from the 96 hours that were the NBA All-Star Weekend in Toronto, here is Mark Strong, and welcome to the Cabby Presents podcast, comma, sir, period.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much for having me uh, The first thing I want to say is that I've never done a podcast ever Really? So I didn't know if there were going to be cameras I didn't know if there's paparazzi I didn't know if there's going to be food no, Which no, there is, is here this, I'm, I'm happy to see the food here That's great <laughs> um, But I've never done a podcast before So I'm very happy to be part of it You so. know,
1: I had a This is total sign I had a conversation with my boys the other day mm-hmm. Like, when was Like, we were legitimately talking about Sue Okay, and I was like, I haven't eaten Swiss Chalet in over a decade, like 100%. since I was at Ryers. True, because <laughs> True the quarter chicken <laughs> dinner was affordable back then. It was like five ninety yeah. nine, yeah, and absolutely. you pick the white meat. Of the- and those guys like, no, I had Swiss Chalet like two weeks ago. I'm like, guy, you're in your thirties.
2: Who is doing Swiss Chalet now? I because I've got kids. They ask me things like, "Hey, dad, we want to go to Swiss Chalet and Red Lobster." I'm like, are they still open? Yeah, like I what? I thought they were done. You know what I mean? I just
1: who was there was an athlete recently that said that he proposed to his girl at I'd a Red Swish. Lobster. Oh,
2: okay, well, even uh, at a Red Lobster. Yeah, in real life. Come and on. I was like, oh, Come that's. On. Pass me the I, the crab claws, and here's your, I think your they, ring. I think she had. <laughs> she really <laughs> loved the biscuits or something, mm-hmm. so that was like. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you that the biscuits thumbs up, no Wi-Fi thumbs down. <laughs> I asked I asked them for their password. They go, we don't have Wi-Fi. I go, come on. It's At the Red Lobster. This was two days ago. Really? Come on, man. But the biscuits are on fire. <laughs> anytime. Anytime. For sure. Anyway, that was uh
1: this uh, little side <laughs> note from the uh because you mentioned the food. Okay, so uh as I actually the last time I, I, I saw you was on the court it was Sunday after the NBA All Star Game. Right, I hugged Kobe Bryant uncomfortably for 42 seconds. <laughs> he kept it moving. I saw you. We embraced each other. I think we did a thing on your snap. On your yeah. snap, which I suck at Snapchat, but we can get into that later. Oh, and then I said, "Mark, there was so much food for all of us to eat. Like I didn't even we I didn't even see you that whole weekend. Yeah, it's
2: unbelievable. So what the hell did you do for four days? It's weird for. F- Thursday been, to Sunday. We've been to we've been to all-star weekends outside of our city. Correct. So we know what it's like. It's a different beast outside of the city. I found. I mean, I know you might have done a lot of the um uh, the, the scrums and the uh, yeah, yeah. press media days and whatnot. But it was different here in Toronto cuz I was doing work for the NBA as opposed to working alongside. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's one thing to go and do all that other stuff, but I was doing the Like eleven hour rehearsal practices before the um the Friday and the Sunday and passing by the Saturday to make sure things were cool and checking out scripts and then going trying to catch a a party or two just in order to say I've done a party or two but I wasn't partying it was all work.
1: Well, okay, okay. Before we get to the parties, because I am very interested in the parties. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, because you know I'm a degenerate. (laughs) You know, like uh, uh, Mm -hmm. a leopard can't hide his spots. That's Mm -hmm. why I wear long sleeve shirts. Mm -hmm. Um, So wait, okay, so. All these rehearsals and stuff. This yeah. was like, like, did you did you have to like rehearse with like Sting? Not rehearse well, with Sting, but like, hey,
2: with Sting, like, I, hey, I,
1: and then coming up in ten minutes or after the commercial break, we got Sting and like yeah. That so kind we had we had
2: those dry runs to go through. We had some scripting to read through. Uh, we had uh, oh, I
1: should say for people. So excuse me, for people that don't know, uh, at the Air Canada Center in Toronto, Mark is one of the in arena hosts. So. Mm-hmm. For 41 games and I suppose a, a few uh, preseason games and a handful of, of playoff games, hopefully a couple handfuls of playoff games this year, uh, Mark's one of the hosts. So you'll see him, you'll hear him doing announcements, being funny, throwing the stuff, and, and, then and, and announcing the actual, you do the you do, do the the on-court
2: um, introductions. For the home team. For the home team. Um, but some of you, if some of you don't know who I am, you just figure that I'm cabbie. So what you do is, no, this is and this, this is, is a real story. I'm so happy the engineer is here so we can listen to this together. This is a ridiculous. This is. Ridiculous. I've had this happen at Wonderland. I've had it happen at exhibition stadiums. I've had it everywhere in the world. But to be at Air Canada Centre and somebody take a picture of me live doing my thing saying, God, I love Cabbie." This was on Twitter and I sent it to him on a screenshot saying, you say that it's a <laughs> lie mark and that it doesn't happen. That's hundreds of times.
1: That's just that just straight up racist. That is that's
2: hundred percent racist. <laughs> okay? Like I mean, listen,
1: we were we were both chubbier at a different uh, time. Uh, exactly, and, but and maybe, I was always
2: darker and I don't understand why. And funnier. And no, premium No, and please. funnier.
1: And oh, and you and you like you you wear way more baseball caps than I
2: wear. I wear a lot of baseball caps because I refuse to allow people to really grasp the widow's peak look. <laughs> it's killing me right now it's showing the age homie so i can't do what you're doing you got all here i got the wit, the peak you know actually it's pop <laughs> <laughs> all right akil just
1: got in my head recently like a week or two ago we had a shoot and i was i don't know i was prepping something and he's looking at the top of my head he's like yo are you lebron <laughs> my dude planted that seed in my so now i'm like intentionally growing my hair out yeah just so want like a proof to akil that i could grow my hair I
2: was like, are you a but LeBron-ing? that's hilarious and
1: then i went to the barbershop recently i was like Yo Mario man, like I don't cut any off the top, <laughs> and then Mario started to like trim the top. I'm like Mario, yeah, man, you don't. No barber's listen up. sometimes. I'm like, don't cut no, any off the top, no, don't man. clean
2: anything up, leave it messy. We just need a lot on top. Yes, and I believe just, me, it's what is going to happen, and I'll let you know how it's going to happen. I know we should get back to basketball and NBA also weekend, but what's going to happen is it's going to be one cut that is going to that is going to show oh. that there is no more opportunity to, to have that hair. Yeah. Don't cut it anymore. If you got to do a cameo. Pull it out, right well, out. He, dread it if you need something. Mm-hmm. Keep it growing. I, I am gonna, yeah, I am gonna keep it. Do not cut it again. Right now, you're here. You're good right now. <laughs> but that one cut. All right, sorry. So, uh, so back to All Star Weekend. So Check basically, out. I do the in-house hosting for the Raptors, as, as you mentioned. So you know, you throw out the uh, t-shirts, you get people hype, you do interviews. Um, and so I had the chance to uh, to do some rehearsals from on the Thursday, the Friday, and the Sunday. The Saturday was a weird uh a very interesting experience because um i wasn't working on the saturday but of course when you have a pass you know you just gonna walk you on. walk in, in you the building exactly. of course. You that's your suite, office you go to the suite and you get some food yeah hundred uh, yeah, percent that's 100%. my move my dude that's <laughs> it. i had yeah, i had no
1: tickets but i saw a saturday and, and i'm Sunday. getting food
2: so i was in the suite grabbing some grub and um i was in the dj area uh, or the dj uh talent area and they said um I heard somebody open the door and say, "Oh, uh, sir you, Michael, you can come and sit here because this is where the talent will be. So you can stay here for the half an hour until you go out to the front." Michael Buffer. Oh, we're it now in, in our voicing world.
1: Yeah, that's he, he, crazy. He's the top of the mountain. Yeah,
2: I've never. Let's met get him. ready
1: to rumble. Yeah, I've never. The met most him famous in my life. words
2: in announcing in sports in period. I think when you just said it, he just got paid. <laughs> yes. That's right. how. And that's how crazy this is. Like everybody who says it better be careful. You know what I mean? The man's serious about his money. So he came in and he's talking and he's just really mad cool. He's, you know, he's from the, uh, he's from the Valley. You know, he's got that, you know, that cool vibe. And for about 45 minutes, we chopped it up about Russia, um, him and his wife going out to uh, different events or boxing events and whatnot, uh, just talking about basketball. But in the beginning he said, he had mentioned something and I said something like, oh, I think it's probably downtown on Richmond or something or the other. And he said, uh, now, you know, I wish I had his voice when I was 20. And I had to say buff. And I he laughed when I said buff. I go, buff. <laughs> you tell me that you wish you had my voice at twenty is like I, I don't want to get sacrilegious. Are you crazy buff? <laughs> and um but that was that was an amazing experience. But what was the double uh double fun to that was that right after that on the Saturday, we did that the Saturday, the Sunday now, Kat and I are getting ready to uh warm up the crowd, and as we're getting ready, we're getting our countdown, and I see somebody if you guys know uh, Elephant Man with a single signal to plane, somebody's signaling the plane <laughs> at courtside, like trying to get my attention. And Michael Buffer is at the front giving me the thumbs up, ready to see me hype up the crowd. And I, I personally think I flopped because I got scared and shook that Michael Buffer's at the front looking at me to see, let's see what this guy's really all about. I almost threw out a let's get ready to rumble, but I didn't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, Why you would want, I get sued? You
1: didn't want to have to owe him like a, a grand on a the A grand or so
2: just for the one shout out. <laughs> just put it in his pocket. But, but honestly, the, the weekend was amazing. And I think that, I think- um, So
1: outside, but outside of the Air Canada Center, mm. where do you, like, because I, I know you you host a bunch of events. Yeah. And I, 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 had, to do, I had to run around a bunch of- as well did you mm-hmm. like were you were you I, emceeing anything
2: i emceed a couple of clubs that i do personally on a friday anyway but then i had a chance to do a uh, pass by of i passed by a couple of clubs clubs and i jumped on the mic but i didn't like i, didn't, I wasn't officially hosting uh, okay um but i got a chance because you know everybody's trying to find out where everybody is same ha- happens in every other city when we go to all-star weekend but yeah. when we're here yeah it's like yo so-and-so's right over at the restaurant down by the front street of the lake shore that, and i'm like so we're trying to I don't want to say groupie drive, but I'm driving around just looking for different cars that seem that they're pulling up that I've seen before. I've seen Snoop's car here at this event. It's probably over here at this one. So I had a chance to chop it up with Snoop as well, too, at one of the ones that he was DJing at um, the Sunday night, I think it was. at uh, how, it was Sunday night. How is how Snoop as a DJ? You
0: know, it's,
2: it's funny you say that. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me put it to you this way. Um, when you have a crew of boys and you all know your lane, it's good to support them in their lane. But as you cross over to that lane, <laughs> remember your own and get back there as soon as you can just because it's your lane. I want you to be as comfortable as you are because yeah. now I'm uncomfortable that you're in another lane. But <laughs> shout out to Snoop because I thought that he, yes, his selections were great, his mic skills were on point, the mixing in between – Snoop like I I saw so many
1: snaps of like girls at Snoop various Snoop Snoop must have been at like eight parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was because like they're just random girls on just posting from wherever. And uh, here's a and, question like, for
2: you. Yeah, uh, I, of course we've been to All Star weekends, like I said before, in other places. What do you think the um, What do you think the speaking of the girls? What do you think the girl representation was like in Toronto comparatively to that of a New Orleans, a oh, Houston, you know what, man? a New I, York? I, uh, that is a great question.
1: And I don't know
2: the answer because I didn't go out. Oh, you didn't go out.
1: No, much. man, I had like, I had events and I'm a man that I don't like to wake up before 11. Mm-hmm. I know you have to wake up like 3.30. I've to be asked on the- you many
2: times to be on the morning show and you were like, do you finish at one mark? Because I don't wake <laughs> up till 12. I know.
1: It's, it's a morning so, show, Cap. And like, so like Thursday, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just packed with events and I was like, I was just going, going all over the place and like, I didn't want to, you know, I know myself. When I go out, I like to talk. Right. I like I sweat. Right. <laughs> I like to dance and occasionally have seven or eight adult beverages. So, in that get in one shot. And someone that we know mm-hmm. that also works on television was wiling out. I'm like, dude,
2: protect <laughs> your voice. Are you
1: insane? And my guy's like, no, well, this is the first time. I was no, like, you, you can't sound like that. you ate an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, do that. You can't do that. What's the matter with yeah. you? Yeah.
2: But you were good at preserving yourself,
1: though. I don't know. But and then I said to the dude, I was like, that's why I don't give us nice things.
2: That's why I don't give us nice <laughs> don't things. Nice man. things around here. No, man. No, no, but you are good at preserving Says I see you you what you're another one of the most hardest working people. I'm not you. In, you no, have no, multiple okay, I mean, hold jobs. hold no, hold on, hold on, hold I on. Have, Don't uh, worry about the multiple jobs oh I goodness. have. The amount the, oh, the, the between the talent, the um the the work ethic oh, is... and uh, no, this is yo, know, you have to take this because every Why? Time I tell, this is my podcast. Because ta- you deserve it on your podcast. No, every man, time I nobody, tell you about nobody this. nobody tunes in for this. Everybody every time I tell you this, you always give me the oh man, come on, come on. No, man, you deserve to know that everybody That I know and people that come to me tell me that Cabbie has got to be the person that they believe took and continues to take this entertainment sports. What is what's um, happening here? Fusion to a different level and has marked this country with your style. And and forget that's your style. But the fact that you don't you're always thinking you're always moving you're always creating yeah, you're, you're way always too much developing credit, dude. no b way i'm, I'm too seeing much. it i'm seeing it every time i turn on something i'm, I'm like yo, know, cabby's doing well, how did he get this person how did he ask this question great bit
1: everything Th- is different thank you i i appreciate that but it's i'm not sure why you're gassing me up i'm right gassing now. you
2: up because when anybody this... tells me how they like what i do i say you haven't seen cabby yet clearly yeah, I'm but what, you do, as, not, but what you do is great. Because I'm not... What you do is great, dude. But I'm dude. not Captain. You're No. But you're, I'm not cat. You're
1: funnier and you know more what? charming than I've, I am. I don't know about all that. 100%. No, I don't know Hey, about so um, because you were at the Air Canada Center on mm-hmm. Friday and, and Sunday, did you get to see, like, did you have, like, uh, Did you have any cool interactions with any, like... You were there on Saturday, but did you see did you see Sting or Sunday? Did you happen to walk by or have a conversation with Michael Jordan? Yeah, or- see,
2: that's a weird place too, because as you know how it is sometimes when you're working, you don't know what that line is, that uh, division. yeah, yeah. So I'm always like on the Friday and Sunday, um, it's like, it's like you get the smile from Westbrook, but you don't know if you should go and talk to him because I'm working right now. Yeah, do you know what I mean. I'm I'm hanging out at the uh at uh at courts so like ready to do a hit. Ludacris goes to like literally give me a pound, and I'm like. Is anybody catching this on camera? Because I don't want to be crossing a certain line. Yeah. So I have to wait until the three, two, one, everything is done, and then I can jump on the court and act like a fool and hey, Spike Lee, what's going on? Take pictures. But before that, it's um, it's all business first. I got to work first, and if I don't do that and I slip into that other place, people will think I'm taking advantage of it. And I work on the radio, and I, so I don't want people to think that I'm have a ulterior motive right. to do something different. So I'm happy to just do my work. Wait till the the, the countdown is over. Then I play the fool.
1: See, I have like it, it, you know it's interesting you say that because we have you know cool interactions with with
2: mm-hmm. really
1: famous people and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, and there's always there's always a line between like friendly and friends. True, indeed. You know what I mean? True and indeed. like, and I was uh, I think I was telling I was talking to Keel about it. Like, as the weekend the NBA All Star weekend was announced. You know, you'd like random people just hit you up. I'm sure it's worse for you because you yeah. physically work yeah, in the building. I get it. So you kid. must have gotten all kinds of ticker requests. Oh, yeah. And, like, can you get me, like, apparel or all actual it items, all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, you get all of that there, there was a dude, I was telling Akil, there was a dude that I know from out west who's like, yeah, I'm going to come sleep on your couch during <laughs> All Star Weekend. I'm like,
2: bro, I see you once a year. <laughs> this is this is his once a year for you. you want to get And I was in. like, nah, man. It's like, not going to happen. And
1: I live in a small place. And then I got another cousin's like, "Hey man, can you give me 6 tickets for the All-Star Saturday?" Yeah, I have
2: them here. I have to, I do that all the time like. I'm like, "6?" When you're at the like the grocery store or something and somebody's like, "Yo, you know, I always I, can I get some tickets?" I'm like, "Yo, I knew I'd see you here today. I'm glad I have them right here in my pocket." Really? <laughs> no. It doesn't work that way.
1: Like, "Yo man, the box office is at gate 1." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I, and a then like, will call son.
1: Yeah, and then I walk away. I'm like, I'm such a freaking <laughs> jerk. Like,
2: why would um, I say that? But you're one. The one small place that you have here is that. Is that one of the six you have? Like, how many? I know you have one here, but we're not talking about the one in L. A. Are we? Are we? Are we just, talking about? Are we talking about the house? About, the, like, the cribs that residences. You have, the cribs that you have. Yeah. No. The I, cribs that you have.
1: If by cribs you mean like lady friends. I do know some lady friends. You have
2: places you can crash, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah Okay. I guess, that's all yeah. I'm
1: saying. I there, know you got places you there's can there's crash. There's a place yeah. for me to snuggle.
2: <laughs> I know that you can have a little pillow talk. I do that. Got,
1: I, <laughs> I got to see um one of the events, I was uh I was introducing Ben Mulrooney and I on the Friday night mm-hmm. We're introducing Gwen Stefani. And there was they built this huge tent called the True North True Tent. True North,
2: yeah. That's where I went to on the Sunday, I think, with Snoop.
1: Oh nice. The, was that the TNT party? Was that Saturday or was that Sunday?
2: I wanna say it was I wanna say it was Sunday.
1: One, one of them one of them was a TNT party, yeah. but whatever. Um uh so so yeah, so um so we introduced Gwen Stefani and Usher was performing later. Mm-hmm. But before in between Stefani and Usher, um uh the mayor, uh, John, John, uh, John Tory. I was yep. gonna say John Kelly. I'm like Norm wow, Kelly. Norm yeah.
2: Kelly, John Tory. No,
1: John Tory. Uh, he came, and 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 then Drake made a surprise appearance. Oh, okay. So, you know, like, when Drake shows up, like, it's always, like, a trickling in of, like, dudes Absolutely. or mandem yeah. before Drake before emerges. Man emerges. from this. Yeah. So, it's, like, you trickle a few dudes, and then you see Future. I'm, like, oh, I guess I guess Drake's here. And then, like, a few more dudes. Then, like, I see Babel. I'm, like, you are the, you are the, you like, Babel, you are the oh, shiftiest. Man. I call him Barry Sanders. <laughs> like, no one can touch you. You can't touch you're, him, You're son. the shiftiest yeah, dude. I love nice. Matt Babel. Yeah. So, Babel was there, and then I saw Drake, so... When I went, and like, I don't know if Drake and I aren't friends. We're friendly.
2: Again, yeah. And he's, yeah.
1: And he's a, a, a great dude. Right. Um, but we're like, yeah, I'm not on the other side of that line. But I'm like, uh, I don't know if I'm annoying him because I'm generally an annoying person. But anyway, I said to Drake, because earlier in that night, I got to interview Steph Curry. Yeah. And I asked Steph, and this interview's going to come out in a couple of weeks, but I'll, I'll tell you and whoever's listening at the gym or wherever you are.
2: Right.
1: I was like, Steph, in summer 16, when Drake says, Golden State running a practice at my house, mm-hmm. what does that mean? So then he said, well, I was I was at Drake's house, and I was playing hoops with my uncle. I was okay. like, just you two guys? He's like, yeah. I'm like, was Drake playing? He's like, no. I'm like, how'd you do in the game? He goes, I worked him. His uncle. Like he his uncle, his yeah. Uncle. So then, and then I'm like, well, then also when when Drake says, um, you know, Chubb's just like, Dre, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, like he called it early.
1: Yeah, so then... Uh, I said, what is what does that mean to you? He goes, Draymond loves that line. And Draymond goes, he <laughs> sings like that line, like in the in the locker room or whatever. Yeah. That's his so then I told Drake, and Drake, um, I don't know if I guess he had seen Steph. I think there was a photo of them at In and Out Burger. But he Drake's not the guy the kind of guy be like, hey, what'd you think about me dropping of your name not. in the freaking yeah, verse? Yeah, yeah. So when I told him, he was really like, he was like excited to hear what that Steph's response. reaction mm-hmm. was. And um so uh, I said it, but I was like babbling and whatever. But he was like, he was like smiling. He was like nodding. He was like, "Oh, cool!" Like he actually got some feedback from the dude because I just saw Steph Curry like three hours before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, seeing him, but I always, I always wonder like if I'm, am I just being too obnoxious? No, or, I think because I'm one of the enemies of silence, and people, I and I have
2: very little self awareness. You are the most refreshing annoyance in the world. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah You're a
2: refreshing annoyance. I'm not
1: even sure if that's so real
2: and i'm going to it's make like a that real, a real um uh
1: how is that? Is that like if metaphoric, you go if you um, go somewhere and the air conditioning is just too high like it's it's refreshing to go in a place from outside which is too high but then it bugs you cuz it's no, but too then,
2: no you catch a cold in there you're not the you just catch a cold you were yeah. you're a refreshing because what happens is everybody is so stiff everybody is so regular who wants to be regular everybody wants to be cabby no no that's not true. and I, when i, I say cabby yeah, i mean i mean Everybody wants to be other than regular. That's what I mean. Okay. Okay. I don't mean everybody who's trying to be you. I'm saying yeah, other than regular. everybody wants to be other than regular. And I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I should get into this. You know, when we go to all star weekends and stuff, so I'm going to do this straight. No, just all tell these me, media wanna... guys. Hold on. I'm going to do this straight. Oh, all I, all got the some, I got media guys. I got some looks this year. Yo, <laughs> whenever I go to an oh, all star scrum gosh. with Cabby and the media guys are there and Cabby comes out and the players can't wait to see you well, because hold on because they know they're going to get so what are the stats on your uh, on your ankle injury what do you think about the trade what do you think about the numbers what do you think about all that all that crap when you become the person that is that refreshing you're refreshing but you're annoying to the other people but you're refreshing to the also to the, the players
1: for sure but to every the time
2: you see them they can't wait for that annoyance. Okay. It's a refreshing annoyance. So
1: let Ken. me let me add to thank thank you for that. Let me add it's to that. True. This this past All Star, so I I got some clips. I was working on a story about hip hop and hip hop and basketball, but like the players themselves being MCs. Oh okay. Some guys like Dame Lillard and I, well Durant Durant kicks. Yeah. He drops verses. Yeah. Well, not verses, but some bars. I think LeBron dropped some bars before mm-hmm. too. Um, but there is there was one media guy that was like, "This is ridiculous." And then I keep going on with my line of question because I'm like I'm not going to let that guy affect no, me because I only have 90 seconds
2: to speak <laughs> to, to this, this athlete. athlete. Yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: then this guy, like, he was being audibly like rude and like, mm-hmm. and in my mind, I was like, Yo, we're at an exhibition game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Like you, you have a scalpel in your hand waiting to operate <laughs> on a human to save that person's life. Exactly. It's not exactly. that deep.
2: It isn't. Man. But
1: I really wanted to punch that guy in the face. Like I want to. <laughs> I just wanted to
2: grip some. There, there was. There was once man. Wow. I don't know if it was L.A. or something. I think it was Kobe. And there was some guy. I don't even know half what his description was like. But he was just as annoying as you were talking about. He was talking about his ridiculous because he wants to get in his questions, which everybody else is going to ask anyway. It's the same stock question, yeah, yeah. Right? So that's why every time there's an all-star or there's a basketball um, media scrum, people can't wait to see your angle.
1: Well, okay. Okay. So to uh, – well, thank you. But there were some guys that – so so in this piece I got – uh, Demarcus Cousins, who mm. was not feeling it at all. I don't
2: think he feels anything. Yeah, I'm just, I'm he's curious. He's just not a feeler. Yeah, he, I just doesn't, he doesn't feel anything. I so wonder, that's not you.
1: I wonder if you can, if he, if he laughs, if you can, if you tickle him.
2: I think because he... <laughs> everybody, you I can tickle everybody. It's weird. He's got a, he's got a meaner Perkins.
1: Right. Right. Because well, Perkins? Perkins just has the angry face.
2: Right. But he's got the, but the, the, the soul of DeMarcus Cousin is right, just on right. some. What,
1: what is, what is Kendrick? Okay. Kendrick Perkins' resting bitch face is probably like a 14. <laughs> Boogie's about a 12 and a half.
2: About a 12 and a half. Yeah. That's I was more, on, right. I was
1: on the subway with this girl like, I don't know. I don't know how long, but I was, I love to, I love to people watch. And right. I'm a people watch. The subway is great. Subway, subway and the airport. And the malls, airport's like the, the malls, malls mall. are pretty good, but you're always like moving like you, you got to be stationary and really? see everybody
2: no i like to see people as i'm walking who's walking by this store who's at, i used to take the kids out to the mall with no money just to say let's go out to the disney store because i want to see people you guys can go <laughs> really? over there and chill out and check out the little mermaid <laughs> and whatnot i'm gonna find out what's going on over here in the hallway I just so, like just walk.
1: there was a girl on the train once who had hers is probably like a 9.7 mm, just i was mm, like wow like grilling the, like what is does she have like part of a grapefruit in her mouth like it's just, just
2: grilling it.
1: just and and people who eat grapefruit so. you're li- lying if you're like yeah this tastes great no it mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm, you're a frigging liar mm-hmm. so so okay so John Wall um he was so so uh Anthony Davis was into it because I think he'd been referenced by Tyga mm. or um somebody else in a song uh, Chris Bosh had been referenced in a song, but he said not in the good way. So like, <laughs> although you want to be referenced in hip hop, but unless like, you don't want to be, uh, yeah, yeah, no. you don't and, be called uh, out. I think I, I spoke to one other person, but yeah, I don't I don't believe the other person I spoke to was Who's really referenced? into it. So okay. like, some dudes I have cool relationships with. Like I saw I interviewed Carmelo Anthony. Okay and i did i did like a q no not a q and a but just interviewed him and it's funny like before speaking with him his man his publicist was like okay you can't talk about you can't talk about phil jackson and you can't talk about any trade rumors i'm like okay i just want to talk about music sports and and these headphones that he's <laughs> right, that he's right. pitching You're so it's, it's fine but then yeah. she reminded me again i was like holy crap but then so carmelo like gave, he gave me the look of recognition but i couldn't I, he wouldn't be like oh i know this is cabby right and I, I hosted a, an event for Dwayne Wade, a bowling thing, and D Wade also the look of familiarity, right? And then I think the next time I saw him at the event, he said my name. Okay, Chris 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 Bosch knows my name, clearly. But there, but there, yeah, there are some guys where, and and I always. And and, and, I, and I hate to name drop, but every time I used to speak to Derek Jeter, mm. i always reintroduce myself. He'd be like, man,
2: you're the only cabbie I know. And here's the thing about you as well, too, dude. And this is what I respect about my you My name as well is so too. weird. What I respect about Sim, you as well, too, is that not only are you at such a... Um, a high level when it comes to people, you know, people that you've in, you've interviewed, the talent that you have, all this stuff. But you also approach it with such a dignified humility. You will come and say, "Yeah, hey, but these Derek, people are real stars, man." I dig it. But what I'm saying is that even if it's a good, even if you and Kobe are good, you and uh, Farrell are good. You guys are good. You know each other. You still reintroduce. Like when you see me, you don't go, "Hey, Mark, it's Cabby. You like what yeah, I'm saying is we're that actually friends though. But those guys. If you had enough time, you could be more than friendly. I'm sure. I, s-
1: I suppose, yeah, I suppose with time and because tea- they
2: trust you in that kind of stuff, and that's because you're a refreshing oh, annoyance. Geez. I'm going to refer that. I'm going to reference that. All listen. Okay, you right got it. You have a game refreshing to go annoyance. The RA is in the building. You have a Rah! Mark. Rah.
1: Hey, how many Z's are in Strizzy when I There's look at There's got to you... be
2: three because okay, some so idiot it's, took two.
1: So on Twitter, it's, it's at it's
2: Strizzy, three Z's. Three Z's yeah, and Instagram yeah. is the same, yeah. It's Mark Strizzy because some idiot took the three. Okay, and I don't, I don't have money to pay for that. You have money to pay for that, I'm
1: No, sure. I'm trying to get Cabby on Instagram, and I've DM this person who's hey, got Cabby. Get back to you, right? Hasn't even looked at the message, because you get the <laughs> eyeball.
2: I they the read, eyeball you, they read your message on on, uh, on IG. And, and it, they haven't taken you on. No, it has not yes, even see, looked I hate at the that, message. Man. I hate that,
1: Also, when I'm sliding into some DMs, I want to see, oh, yeah, they looked it's at it.
2: It goes down in the DM. Oh, you know.
1: does it ever? It goes down Just in the DM. <laughs> a leopard can't change the spots. Okay, so... So, uh, and then on Snapchat, are you is your profile public? Yeah. So people can see, Whatever like they'll want. see tonight. Like Whatever like you want.
2: You... Yeah, absolutely. They're going to see right now. I'm going to Snapchat this.
1: Uh, well, okay. see, that's
2: what I should do. Uh, okay, wait. So on no.
1: Snapchat, wh- how do we, how do they find you on Snapchat?
2: Mark? Uh, it's going to be Mark Strizzy again because some. idiot. But okay, wait.
1: So it's, okay, it's Mark Strizzy, if three Zs. See, yeah,
2: if you don't see Strizzy with Z's, three Zs, look for Mark Strizzy with three Zs. That's it. Those Damn. are the only ones. At Strizzy on Twitter. At Strizzy on Twitter. At Strizzy on Twitter. At Mark Strizzy on IG. At Strizzy on Facebook. At <laughs> Strizzy oh <my goodness. laughs> At Mark Strizzy So wait we gotta go Okay wait yeah, 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 Twitter
1: yeah. and Facebook At Strizzy Yeah Instagram Snapchat
2: There you go At Mark Strizzy Are you on
1: Snapchat? No not publicly I mean I Why don't Why wouldn't you do it
2: publicly? Because I don't know how to figure. do it I don't know how to do You're it You're a public figure I should be able to find you Why don't you not, it up on Instagram It's, and not, you. it's
1: not It's not in, I don't do stories I just look you, Of course you do stories you, Listen you know, you know Mark right you know now. me You know I like the creep
2: What up Cab? Snapchatting right here Alright Live. (laughs) Listen, uh, thank you. Yo, first of all, I want to say thank you very much for having me. I truly appreciate it because, as I mentioned to you before, I've never been on a a, a podcast ever. So I thank you for that. Well, we have to do one
1: where we have more, like, we have more time to just, like, just
2: BS about everything else. And I really want to thank you as well, too, again, for what you've done for the sports world. We're I will not even say Canada. Out. We're, cutting part say out. America, We're cutting this. Part and I won't say North America. And I think that it would be wrong to say any America from north to south. I think across in Europe they're looking for you. <laughs> I think there are people in Africa that know your name. I think Australia wants to find out who Cabby's about. And I think it's time you take it international.
1: Yo, I'm huge in the Ivory Coast and
2: Big out there, son. And Chad. Gambia been looking for you, son. <laughs> Not to mention Mogadishu, Oh, son. Mogadishu. <laughs> Yo, Most- honestly, I really want to thank you for having me out here. I appreciate it. And honestly, dude, um, we need to do more of this so people know that there's two different people. <laughs> Strizzy and Cabby, damn it. Me and the refreshing annoyance. The R.A. in the building. Three Zs. <laughs> Outstanding.
1: Thank you, Mark Strong, a.k.a. Strizzy. Again, you can see and hear his booming voice at every Toronto Raptors game at the Air Canada Center. And my last guest has arrived in the studio. He's putting his headphones on right now. Up in the studio.
0: And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone.
3: You know, I'm honest. I, I'm, I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects mm-hmm. of my life.
2: Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like like him. Who yeah. are you and where do you come from? Me, I, I. Uh...
1: This man has large shoulders. Shoulders so big that he carried the weight of a city's musical identity and the country's hip hop identity internationally for a decade. His work for what more than Fred Penn Fred, Fred Penn His work ethic is sickening similar to that of Kobe Bean Bryant as his output musically never stops even though he's cemented in the role of executive director of AR at Universal Music Canada his latest album Cardi Grav Volume 1 The Clash is available on iTunes with standout tracks by standout tracks I mean the tracks that I like No Reason uh, Naked Truth Sunshine Cardinal Official
0: is that where you insert like the canned applause?
1: No, because it's just you and I here. Damn it! And we're speaking into somebody into speaking into somebody's earphones right now. Damn. All right. Cool. Welcome back to the Cabby Presents podcast. My tongue's
0: so. in your ear, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wherever I don't know where people listen, but they're they're yeah. listening. So thank you for listening. Uh, as I listen a, in my car. Do you, oh, well, nice. That's I, nice. I listen in my car. And to those other people listening in their cars, um, hope your Bluetooth is on so you don't have to adjust anything
0: that's right you can pretend that the heat coming out of the vents it's my hot breath that's right, right i now. dude i
1: had to brush my teeth before you came because <laughs> like, i drank this like green <laughs> juice and it's just gross and uh, it was just too funky and you know how you know me like even when I see you and if we're not on camera and I see you in real life, yeah. I'm right up in your earlobe. That's true. That's true. And, and you're like 6'4", 6'5", so I have to let go of my tippy toes to get to your earlobe because I'm only six feet tall. <laughs> but I still do that and make it uh, uncomfortable for you. Uh, but you deal with it, which I appreciate. I appreciate it. Uh, as an ambassador and a resident of Toronto, uh, what was your NBA All-Star experience?
0: Uh, quite pleasurable, actually, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? To be, yo... I didn't know what I was coming back. I was actually in Trinidad Carnival, which was...
1: Were you there for the full seven days? Yes, I was.
0: Really? Yo, I played Juve for the first time. For everybody out there listening, they don't know what it is. Trinidad Carnival is the carnival. Like, Carabana is like... Ugly stepchild really a couple of times removed from Trinidad Carnival. Like Trinidad Carnival is the epitome to me, and it's it's different, but the only thing that I imagine to be better than Trinidad Carnival is probably Brazil Carnival. Right. And only because there's naked Brazilian women there. Right. And stuff like that. Yeah. But Trinidad Carnival is was incredible. I played Juve, which was picture coming downtown Toronto coming to downtown Toronto at 3 in the morning, the only thing that's weird is imagine, like, the entire city of Toronto also being downtown at 3 a.m. and everybody taking part and participating at Carabana, but just with baby powder, paint, oil, mud, and trucks of alcohol. So if you can imagine that and... Everybody also letting their hair down, and the whole stuck up, you know, nose in the air thing just goes out the door. Like, it's the ultimate, ultimate. Celebration of music, culture. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. The best time
1: ever. So if it's three o'clock in the morning, that's when it starts. Okay, so it starts at three o'clock, and just say everybody's walking down University Avenue, dancing and dancing. Down down University. Sorry, baby powder and mud, paint, paint. Yes. So with the street, it's so it's like so like a paintball explosion. Yes. Meets. I don't even know baby powder. It's like a, like a pillow fight, maybe of it's powder encased pillowcases, and then there's dancing, and then there's truck truckloads of alcohol. So like so
0: you're not so literally you're, there's 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 a uh, what do they call them pickup trucks? Yeah, where the back has these big like like uh, skids or? skids of like Johnny Walker Blue What? Of, rum this that and the next thing you just go up with your mug mo- now mind you, you have to pay for it yeah but like once you pay to be a part of the thing it's it's all you can drink
1: so when you played juvie were you playing music or were you just participating just in this
0: being an ass just, in this just, madness and at four o'clock in the morning like fireworks went off i was like what is this like <laughs> this is incredible like it was the best time it 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 turned into 11 a.m oh man And they're like, all right, so meet us down the street so that we can start. So they have two parades. How we have Carabana, we have one parade. Yeah, they have two.
1: And Carabana, for those who are listening are unfamiliar, just a it's a huge Caribbean festival which takes place in Toronto. It's been taking place in Toronto for decades. Yeah, and just all the islands, all the cultures of the islands culminates
0: in a big parade. Yes, it's colorful,
1: it's loud, festive, great food. So imagine and dancing.
0: Imagine Carabana is going to be Saturday, but you start from three in the morning. And then you go straight into the parade, which goes into the evening. And then you go home and change and you go out again. When do you sleep? You need you a do siesta. You do not sleep. No,
1: you need a siesta.
0: You you definitely have. They had a, it's funny, I think it's called like parkup.com <laughs> where like everybody who like Exhaust and just hit them, and you fall asleep in the dumbest places. Like yeah. there's literally websites. And, oh, which just
1: takes photos of people yeah. sleeping in yeah. the street. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I would be on that website. It
0: was crazy. We're, you're probably on
1: that. Or re- so, that website.
0: I digress. Okay. All of that to say, I didn't know what I was coming back to because the day that I landed was like the Wednesday of the leading All-Star, into the All Star weekend. Into the All Star and for me, it was incredible because when I got back, was it the Wednesday? The Wednesday. I actually went straight to I was invited and I'm not name dropping, it was an incredible experience, by Chappelle to see his show. And on that Wednesday, so I get back from Carnival. Next thing I know, I'm at the Chappelle stand up show, and after that I end up backstage with D Nice, Usher, DJ Trauma, like Cipher Sounds very was Cypher Back Cypher there? there. Cipher okay. wasn't there. Cypher wasn't there, Cipher wasn't there. But it was a very, very, very surreal scenario. But everybody's like, so many people were in town. The next day, Dave had this secret show thing that he does a few times a year where he has uh, Stevie Wonder, members of Stevie Wonder and Prince's band. Wow. Versus a DJ. And yeah. And then he has, he's only had, I think he's had like less than five performers. One of them now that I am one of those five. So myself and Usher performed, because um, the day before, he's like, you gotta, you gotta, it's called Dave's Juke Joint. Okay. And he's like, you have to perform at this thing. And I'm like... He's saying this to you? Yeah, and I'm like, he's, he's asking me. Like, I'm gonna say, nah, Dave. <laughs> I,
2: I'm not coming, bro. Yeah. Like,
0: you know what I'm saying? So we, I went the next day, and as I get there... Actually I went after the Giants of Africa movie.
1: Right, the documentary.
0: Uh documentary premiere, which was amazing by the way. It was that
1: was on the Thursday, yes. That
0: was on the Thursday. That was I still have it, to see it. It was it was so dope. Okay. And the premiere was it was well attended, like it was packed, a lot of people were there. Terrell Owens was there.
1: Just, did, Ma, did Masai introduce it? Masai Ujuri, who's the Raptors GM, yep. did because he he was mm-hmm. he he was he's like not a producer but the driving force behind it, right? Yep. yep. Did, did he speak? Did he address the crowd? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. He's he such. Did. I love that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love it that was, man.
0: It was dope. He did a uh, he did a Q and A with some of the cast after. Oh, okay. The movie. So, so. Oh wait.
1: So it's not a documentary.
0: It is, but well, not sorry, not the cast, but like. Uh, The guy in his life, the the big influence, he's an American guy that ended up moving to Africa. So he's an American, but he ended up going there and just staying there. Oh, okay. And he's the one that actually helped mentor a lot of the a lot of the African players that ended up going to the NBA and other places. He was there. So oh, he was okay, in the okay. movie and he was there and Right, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so yeah. you went to Okay, so then you go to Dave's so Duke, to Duke d- Joint d- later yeah. that Thursday night.
0: And by the time I get there, it literally Usher's on stage
1: Where with- is there? Where is it? Where's it taking place? Uh,
0: what's the place? Ninety nine Sudbury.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So ninety nine Sudbury is like a. Um, it's an event space. It's probably what two thousand square. No, not two thousand. Maybe ten thousand square. Feet. It's not huge. It's probably the size of a basketball court. In but like sort of an L shape.
0: Right. Yeah. All of our random descriptions are accurate. <laughs> so here's the thing. So here's the thing about it. Um. I found out the day before, Dave has this, he's involved with this company that has this thing, it's kind of like a a pouch, and you put your phone in said pouch, blacks out your phone, can't use it. What? So at any of his shows, nobody can ever record it because it's in this pouch. No way. And the pouch has some kind of thing that it locks off all functions of your phone. So he had this at the show, but he also had this at this Dave's juke joint, the concert thing. So, you know, it's amazing the, you know, prince So thing. so you have
1: to keep your you have to keep the pouch on your person or do you give right. the give the pouch to someone at the door Either and or. they put it in either the Either or you
0: can either check it or you have it on your Wow, okay. So, um so Usher, he performs, he comes off and this is the most interaction. I've met Usher a bunch of times, but this is the most interaction I've ever had. He's like, "Card, oh, are you going to go up?" I was like, I think so. I think I'm going to do it. Because it was nerve-wracking for me because I'm like, yo, freaking Usher just gets off stage. It's Dave Chappelle. Right. Like, like, Those are
1: two icons. Right. In their own fields. Yeah.
0: So anyways, he's just doing... So you have to imagine, this is like stand-up karaoke concert at the same time. Okay. So Dave is actually on stage and he's rapping along to all... Like, not even rapping along because he's just reciting all of his favorite hip-hop songs. Um, or singing his favorite songs, and the, the crowd is singing along with him. Oh, so this is
1: the karaoke portion.
0: Right. Right, but okay. This, that's kind of like the common denominator throughout the evening. So he sees me, and he's like, ah, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> and goes into this super dope intro, like, because the, the night before, I found out that Talib was actually the guy that put him on to me. Like, Talib's like, yo, there's this MC from Toronto, you know you gotta check him out. Years well, back when Old Time Killing came out, so he's like, "Yo!" Record. So he's like, "Yo!" I've been a fan since back then. He's like, "I feel like I know you," and I'm like, "That's probably the Cipher connection." Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably because Cipher and him are are super cool. Yeah. And blah blah blah. So, anyways, gives this crazy intro, and I can't remember what was playing, but anyways, I just I went and I killed it, and I was like, "Yes!" Was it
1: one of your songs, or were you just doing someone yeah, else's? Yeah, yeah, no, okay.
0: no, 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 no. I was all doing just original lyrics over whatever music they were playing oh okay so i went like like the crowd was like holy, like it was great it was dope i was like good i did what i came to do went to go he's like no 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 <laughs> hold on a second band play some other shit. <laughs> played something else he's like Cardi, kill that shit. so i went out and i was like all right killed it again so, so I, wait wait so what songs yeah. so what what lyrics are don't you- even know it's just on the spot. I'm like, oh, what song am I going to do? Okay, whatever. It's like, what did so I record, I have, like, two days ago? Yeah. And it's because it's fresh and in your brain. Well, not even. I think I might have did, like, um...
1: But not, none of your songs over your own beats is over, no. like, like a Nas beat or a Biggie beat or a J yeah. beat or a Kanye oh, beat.
0: Not even. Some of them were, like, over a James Brown break. Or oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, because so, the
1: bands are there. Both, right. oh, right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay.
0: So, because, you know, a lot of hip-hop is obviously sampled from yes. those breaks. Um so I'm, I maybe I did it twice. Oh, so the third time he uh plays uh what's it called now? Her name flew out of my head. But the uh no 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 Don oh, Pen. Yeah. So Dave starts he's like, "Come on Cardi, sing the song with me." So I'm singing a duet. <laughs> Don Penn with Dave Chappelle. So you have to think about how fun, how hilarious it is. You don't love me <laughs> as I know. It's hilarious. And I'm like, all right, this is great. It's going to end with the thing. Cardi, kill this shit. I'm like, again? What? So this is like the fourth time. Now I'm like, all right. Listen, so you, this I'm, is the,
1: now the fourth song? You're just going to perform the fourth time going
0: back up on stage? Never left the stage. You never you left never, the stage. never let me leave. Okay. So the last time I go and I'm just freestyling like straight off the top, but a song's worth. And by Whoa, the time dude, that's like
1: three, three and a half minutes
0: off top, and by the time that is done, like whatever the last punchline was, I don't remember because it's literally off the top. Like the crowds just like I might as well just t- took the building and flipped it upside down. <laughs> and Dave's like, Dave's like, stop the music, stop the music, stop, stop it. And this is so there's a reason. I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I'm. I'll show you why the the vanity part's gonna come in. So. He gives this speech about, listen, I know you guys know, you know, uh, the MCs from Toronto from today, and you know about what's happening, but he's like, he gives this whole speech about what you just witnessed, like the first exposure that we had to Toronto MCs, and he gives like the best speech ever, and it's Dave Chappelle, and like the whole crowd's going crazy, and what's his name, Ashley Larry is like... (laughs) yo son i'll be honest i didn't even know who the f- he was yo you f- killed that sh-. like <laughs> so here's the craziest sh- after it's like you know usher literally it's the weirdest thing it feels like one of those dave Chappelle skits he comes dancing over to me spins <laughs> come on spins come on. into a hug <laughs> and he's like yo you killed you killed that sh-. and then skated it off i'm like yo this is the weirdest sh- ever So I'm so I'm there with a couple of friends, and (laughs) here's the thing, bro. We're like, nobody's ever gonna believe me because nobody has a phone at the event. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Let's just leave on this high. And and we left. So that was my start of the All Star set. Like it was just Oh my gosh,
1: the start. That was like the apex. That was You would think. You You you, would think. Dude, you must have felt nine feet tall with Shaquille like Shaquille O'Neal in his prime with Michael Jordan's
0: will or it was a game it was just one of those ones where it was just me and and you know the friends I was with we were just like I can't believe that actually happened like that was crazy like it must
1: have felt like you just had sex with Rihanna like whatever that feels like
0: I was gonna say for somebody that doesn't know Rihanna probably a good example (laughs) but I tell people because I know her since she was 14 super weird (laughs) Because one of the first things when I first met her, I was like, oh, you're going to be a problem when you're of age. <laughs> one of the first tours we went on with me, Rihanna, and 50 Cent, I remember he brought me and Rihanna on stage, and she wasn't, you know, the massive star. She that had Ponda
1: replay at that point? Yeah, she did. Okay.
0: And I remember he said to her, he's like, yo, how old are you? And I think at the time she's like 17, he's like, yeah, I'm going to see you next year. I was like, ooh Richard. Wow. Man, like, come on, man. I'm with you, but still, like, yeah. don't, don't say it. Like, <laughs> just, just think it, bro. Like, what are you doing? Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, no, it was it was incredible. But I think that Thursday, even before the Giants of Africa thing, I DJed. What? At um, JYD had a celebrity ball game. So oh, my goodness. Snoop was a part of it. Um, Wait, you're a
1: DJ also?
0: So, here's the thing. I've been DJing since I was a little kid. When yeah, Cardi. No, but listen. When I was in high school, I used to make mixtapes and sell them for studio time. So I've been DJing since I was like, yeah, but fourteen.
1: But guy, the ninety DJing in the nineties with vinyl or, or on Premiere Beats and friggin' large uh, Pete Rock and you know Tribe and stuff. That's way different than right now. The temples are all slower. Everything's friggin' uh, trap be, queen. Be, so here's so here's Future
0: the thing. And- as a as a DJ right now, I can play what I want. And the specialty that I play is music that I enjoy. Not saying I don't enjoy the trap, That you can do that with your eyes closed, bro. Like, the thing is, to, technology has made DJing so easy. That's why there's so many. There's a plethora of DJs that are playing the same Why? Because if you wanted to be a DJ, you could go home, download the friggin' whatever program. Yeah. All the songs are available online. You don't have to do anything. And there's sync buttons on the Serato, oh, really? so you don't even have to worry about mixing. Like, oh really? Okay, yeah, I, well, I've, I've never,
1: I've never got behind a Serato to know what the interface and all that stuff, the yeah. options are available to
0: me. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So I mean, the thing is, I still have the skill set from before. So it's like you know, a lot of my best friends are actual real DJs. Yeah. So they're like, yo, dude, like you have, you're better than half the DJs that are rocking right now. <laughs> so, I what was dope was I was playing. Um, I was playing old school, but I was playing for Snoop because I saw Snoops out there. I was like, let me play this set for Snoop. So people were like, yeah, play Jumpman. Play whatever. I was like, chill. (laughs) I was playing like some freaking like Parliament, you know, Funkadelics, Zapper. So Snoop, he's on the court and he's boogie and he yeah, and yeah. he looks at me. He's like, "Is that you, nephew?" And he came over. He gave you a big hug. He said, like, "Cardi, I know you could play because you know he's a DJ too." Snoop is too. DJ Snoop Adelic. Come on, man! What like so, literally so everybody's
1: a freaking
3: DJ. So here's the
0: thing. Segue into Friday because <laughs> yeah? I'm DJing again at a party <laughs> uh, with Snoop and Shaq. So, I was the, oh, and who kid. So, I was the first DJ, but what's dope about me is, and mind you, it's strictly a passion. It's not like, there's some, and I I had to post this on social media. I'm not DJing to take money out of your mouths, guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually love money it. Money out of
1: their pockets or, or mouths. Well,
0: way. the way a lot of these guys get rid of their money, it's in their mouths, buddy. Um <laughs> but what's dope is like at the end of my set, I just performed like a few songs, so it's like, oh, okay. you get the the whole double thing cause yeah. it's like i like I killed it, but then I went and just killed the shit live, and it was
1: Wait just just because or were were you planning to do that No I was planning on
0: doing oh, okay, it. I was planning okay. on doing it, but it was that um it was that music on the Friday, it was crazy, Winnie Harlow was there, and just all these people came like it was a sick event at music. Um, It was crazy. But that same
1: night... Guy, when did you sleep? Because you're coming from Trinidad in this juvie. You're up till 11 in the morning. Did not sleep. sleep.
0: Did not sleep. So that same night, I left that club at like 12.30 and went to go DJ Kevin Hart's party. Are you kidding? So here's the thing about Kevin Hart's party at Roy Thompson Hall. Super lame because I got there and it's like 600 people just with their phones held out just filming Kevin Hart having fun on stage. Like nobody was actually having fun at that party. Like uh, they were just, I need this for my Snapchat or my yeah. Instagram. Like they weren't actually having fun.
1: So the, so like a room of like zombies. Okay. Yeah. Zombies in these blue the Social blue lights. That's all it was. The, the all it was.
0: Ah. So the thing is eventually he got off the stage and went up the stairs. Now the ridiculousness of All Star is that there were so many parties, people had nowhere to go. The Kevin Hart party was in the hallways of the Roy Thompson Hall. What? In the hallway. What do you mean? I mean it was in the hallway. The quote-unquote stage were three steps that you go up to on your way into Roy Thompson Hall. The VIP, where Kevin Hart was, was like the stairs leading up to another level of seating, like... It was so dumb.
1: (laughs) Really? So you guys never entered actually. You never entered the theater with Roy Thompson Hall's this prestigious concert, uh, I guess, concert venue where there's like, like Yo-Yo Ma, international, uh, like uh, symphony orchestras and Mm -hmm. stuff playing. This we were in the hall, bro. We were in the in the hallway. We were in the hallway. Like it was like high school. Yes. Like like you don't you don't even want to go into the high school dance in the gymnasium. You just kind of want to kick it in the hallway. Well,
0: that's where the whole dance was in the hallway. So here's so here's my Kevin Hart story. uh, This is my Kevin Hart story. Um, two things. First part of it is I'm DJing and, you know, the people are like, oh man, like, who, like, what do we do? Who do we videotape? Cause who do we film? Cause Kevin Hart's up there. And I look up and the music that I'm playing, like Kevin and his crew are sweating. They're dancing so hard to what I'm playing. I was like, my job is done What? Like,
1: so <laughs> what were you playing?
0: Uh, I was playing Did you
1: revisit that Snoop set from the day no, before? No, I
0: actually went into like an old school set So I was playing like Chub Rock and Pete Rock Oh, okay they were just Late, straight, late they were, 80s, early 90s No, nah, just like Because uh, er- Chub early, rock is early, is like early 90s. 90s Early 90s So early 90s to like late 90s Do you play any of your own songs? My own song? Nah Oh, okay That's, It's super weird I'm not that guy that needs to hear his songs Like You're not Puffy no, nah, I'm good. But <laughs> so he was he was rocking and I was like, "Well, that's super dope." So anyways, I went up there um just to kick it with him for a bit. And you know somebody is short when Glenn Lewis is towering over you. <laughs> like I like Glenn is how ha- is Glenn? is like, like
1: 57. Glenn Lewis yeah. 58 five, 56.
0: Five, <laughs> So, he's not the tallest guy, but when you're towering over somebody, that's how you know somebody is short.
1: Yeah, Kevin's like 5'4. Five 5'5 five five, like 5'5 five in five some Air Maxes. I
0: believe he's 5'2, bro. No, Ma- he's not 5'2. No, two. I'm serious. I've met
1: you're 6'4. So ass. you're so you're not like you're He's less than a
0: foot shorter than me for sure. No, he's like a foot shorter than you. Dude.
1: Like he comes up to your shoulder like you're maybe
0: <laughs> maybe so
1: Man. the so the So that's the Friday. Oh my gosh, wait. Okay. Wait. So Wednesday you attend Dave Chappelle's show. Yes. Thursday you perform for Dave Chappelle yes. at his show. Yes. Friday you DJ at uh what was the what was the party before the Kevin Hart's party?
0: The Shack and Snoop. Oh
1: my gosh, so yeah. you, you you DJ Shack and Snoop party, mm-hmm. then you DJ at Kevin Hart's party.
0: Yeah. When do you sleep? Uh, Saturday was my son's fourth birthday which was oh my God. super dope. and you have to be totally like on at 11am oh at gosh. Legoland which was super fun so. where is Legoland? <laughs> it, it, Von Mills um, <laughs> which, was, which was super weird because they have this room where the kids go and they eat before they go out and play but it was like ice cold in there and it's weird because I'm a parent first, so although I am cardinal, I, c- I had to go cuss somebody and say like, "Yo, the little kids are shivering. The hell's going on?" They're like, "We're so sorry, cardinal. We're so sorry." I'm like you should be. It's like, my son's going to remember this for the rest of his life. He's going to be traumatized every time he goes to Legoland. He's going to be like, "Oh my god, it's so cold." Anyway, so we went, and I spent the day with 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 my sons, which was uh, you know, which was amazing, and all of his friends. So that was awesome. And then, when did you sleep? So, here's the thing. Um, at this point in time, and, I, and this is, we're going to get to this important thing. I didn't have tickets to anything. Oh. To None. any of the actual NBA events? None. So,
1: there's the World versus. None. None. Then None. there's the All Star Saturday night. None. And None. then there's the
0: None. actual All Star game on None. Sunday. Wow. None. So, this is, you know me. Not a complainer at all. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, eh, you know, doesn't matter to me. There's so many random people I knew. They're like, guy, you have two tickets. Why don't you have any? You're Cardinal. I was like, clearly, decades of work does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing about, uh, what time did it start? The events on Saturday probably started, what, like uh, seven? Eight, seven or eight? Seven or eight? Yeah. Six o'clock, I get a call that says, buddy. It's a guy who's very powerful in the in the country, says to me, what, are you going to the coming to the thing? I was like, I have no tickets. He's like, seriously, He's like, give me a, give me 10 minutes. Calls me back. He's like, I have a ticket for you. He's Like, all right, cool. Get another call from somebody that says and I'm going to break this story down really quickly. He's like, all right, dude. So met this thing last night. Find a phone. Call the person whose phone is this. It's mine. Meet you at the hotel. Gave the person the phone. They hit me back later on, which was like five minutes before or whatever. They're like, do you want to go to the NBA thing? Here's tickets. So my friend was like, I have four tickets to the Saturday. So now, mind you, there's my one, four from my friend. Do you want to go? Yes, I do. Phone rings again. Ten minutes later. Dude. Talking to the guy from the NBA, one of the top guys at the NBA, he was so pissed that you don't have tickets. Have two tickets. Right? Oh my goodness. So I went from having no tickets <laughs> to, to like- To, to
1: being I, ticket master. Right.
0: <laughs> to having like eight tickets. So I ended up um, having, and not only that, they definitely offered for the All-Star Game on the Sunday. Only thing was I was flying out to go to the Grammys, so- Oh my goodness. Um, But
1: that Saturday- So wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. So who, like, whose tickets did you accept? What do you mean?
0: (laughs) What do you mean? You you have to sit with one of these dudes? I sat with all of them. (laughs) What? Listen, there's... there's, People say, listen, Cardi, you're in your late 30s. How are you still rocking hard? How are you still in the... Like, dude, you have to know what you're doing. You have to (laughs) be able to know, prioritize your relationships, network... And you know what I'm saying? Like you can't turn them down. You're never going to get them again. I so, suppose? I so, just don't know how you managed all of that. Neither do I, but it it worked out. Cuz you have
1: to put in a certain
0: amount of time. Shout out getting- to Paolo from um uh from the NBA. I Love that. Shout out to Paolo. Shout out to Scottio, Shout out to Randy Lennox. Nice. It was it was dope, man. And uh, yo, but never mind that. That was just that was just hilarious to me that I went from having like zero tickets to like
1: yeah in a matter of minutes. In a matter in, of in minutes. like in like an hour before the event, then right. all of a
0: sudden all this get you know, all
1: this activity and but here's the the, thing. all these
0: offers. That night, and I'm sure you saw. I've been you know I've been watching. No disrespect to the other events, three point competition, eh, maybe. What? No, dude, it was Clay versus Steph. Listen, listen, not, Are you, and uh, Clay no, no, won on the last shot. Listen, it's not the point. My thing is, it's like, within basketball, shooting's cool. Like it's semi exciting. You're like, oh, no! It's it's very exciting. The dunk off, of course, is of the course. premier event for the whole weekend. Premier, and and listen, here's people. When I, when I was little, everybody's just Jordan. You take a shot, Jordan. You play on the eight foot rims and you dunk, <laughs> Jordan. The Jordan Dominique. Is like the blueprint for the illest uh dunk competition. You know what I'm saying? From then till now, and people will say, What about Vince? Vince had no competition when he did his thing.
1: No, that's not true. Tracy and Steve and Steve Francis. No. People forget no. people sleep on Tracy no. and Steve Francis. No. Those are, Steve no. Francis is like 6'1. Dude. With like a 42-inch vertical. Doesn't
0: matter. Okay. Vince fine. had the illest craziest Fine. to this day. I know, yes. I th- watched the Vince highlight reel like a couple of days before the Saturday and I was like this is insane. Yo, I I haven't seen a dunk that's that's my favorite dunk off. They were so creative
1: until until that Saturday. What do you mean? What? You didn't like the dunk off? No, you said the Vince was your favorite dunk oh, off. Oh yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Said, oh, no, no, no. Until... I was no,
0: no, I was saying um, Vince is in the runnings, but Vince didn't have anybody that was like
2: oh, that head-to-head competition,
0: right. yeah, yeah. equal skill set. This was one of the best, and arguably the best, dunk competition. No, and not ha- arguably. There's no argument. This is the greatest well, one. This is, well, this is what I feel, too. But anyways, there's and it, no, happened, there's no argument. it happened in Toronto. Yeah, and, dude, I was there, sick. living in the flesh, up close. And, yo, I left... With my eyebrows raised, and just my head on, like my my hands on my head, like what did we just witness? Yeah, like that was so, so dope. It was it was pretty crazy. So dope.
1: I know I know you have to get running. Um, so dope. <clears throat> real quick, can you tell us that your your All Star Weekend is is like legendary? <laughs> like I can't believe it's, the, for thirty minutes. Uh, can you? So uh, did anything at the Grammys le- hold up to anything Kendrick- you experienced? Kendrick, Kendrick's performance. Kendrick,
0: and here's and here and we'll end on this side note because it's a little known thing and I'm not doing it to toot my own horn because yeah you're not
1: you're not one of those guys no you're just I'm not actually just but I always have a, to, I always
0: have to preface things so that people are, oh here he goes again no it's because like the effect that it had on me so unless you're nominated the grammys are actually no disrespect grammys it's not the most exciting thing to go to and be be at in person like award shows in general like it looks cool on tv it's a lot of dumb stuff that happens there seat fillers it's boring you have seats because you're not a nominee so you're way back blah 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 so i was like you know what here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna skip the and just go to the parties afterwards fine Allowed me to, you know, relax in my hotel room. Had a couple of, you know what I mean? Some friends. We are like, yo, whatever. Like, we're going to watch it right after. Go to the Universal Party, the Republic Party. You know, I'm saying all the parties. Kendrick comes on and everybody's silent, just watching, eyes wide. And then the part where he stops, an assassin comes in and starts DJing the part. Like, he wasn't there, but his voice from the uh, Black or the Berry. Yeah. Hello, come here, Black? And what's incredible was I was the one that put that thing together. You introduced Wonder. them, yeah? No, I literally, Boy Wonder hit me up. He's like, yo, I need somebody for this Kendrick joint. And I was like, yo, I have the perfect person. I called Assassin, blah, 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 and made that thing happen. So when that happened at the Grammys, I trashed my hotel room because I was like, <laughs> that is so dope. Like to see something like that you do because these are people like your boys. And you, you know what I mean? You connect the dots and it turns into something legendary. Like, that was, that was probably the best way to end Carnival All-Star into the Grammys was trashing my hotel room. I was just like, yo, this is, for me, it's a blessing. And, like, I think that's just an amazing thing. And it was so dope to just see everything happen and come to fruition. So that was, that was my life during that time.
1: You live a great life. And I hope you guys enjoyed those great stories. I, I, am, I am on high right now. Cardi, you're a gentleman and a scholar. And uh, a, one of the two. And, and, a, and a great friend. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Every time.
2: Thank you for listening to the NBA All-Star Weekend Special on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.